As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Well, Tennessee could kiss a one seed goodbye. It's Selection Sunday, and seeding is on the line here for the committee to analyze. The SEC championship is winding down. They're under a minute to go. Number 22, Auburn crushing number 8, Tennessee, 84 to 64. Coming up in a little bit, it's number 11, Houston, number 24, Cincinnati for the title of the American Conference. And then later on, number 6, Michigan State, number 10, Michigan, do battle in the Big Ten tournament title. Afternoon NBA action, an exciting finish at Madison Square Garden. The Knicks hosting the Lakers, holding on to a one-point lead, but LeBron James had the ball in his hands looking for the win inside a midcourt high left eight seconds against the zone you're reaching for the steal james five seconds drives left side of the lane leans in denied knocked away one second that's gonna do it a stop of lebron james at the buzzer the knicks swarm mario hazonia it is returned to the lineup makes the big defensive stand and the knicks have won it 124 123 that was the call on the Knicks radio network. LeBron did finish with 33 points. Elsewhere in progress right now, the Heat with a 70-63 lead over the Hornets. Just under nine minutes to go in regulation. Coming up about a half an hour from now, the Bucks will host the Sixers. Milwaukee finding out that they will be without guard Malcolm Brogdon for six to eight weeks. He's dealing with minor plantar fascia tear in his right foot. Golf fourth round of the Players' Championship. Tommy Fleetwood atop the leaderboard along with several other golfers at 13. Under This report is brought to you by the Masters. Visit Masters.com April 8th through the 14th for complete tournament coverage of the 83rd Masters, including real-time scoring and live full-screen HD video all week long. Masters.com, your online source for the 2019 Masters. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Get all your scores on the NBC Sports Scores app. This is KCAA. For several years, KCAA has been marketing the Longevity brand of nutritional and personal care products. 
Our experience with Longevity has been 100% positive, so we are pleased to recommend them to you. Regarding nutritional supplements, we recommend Pollen Burst in the berry flavor and Tangy Tangerine 2.0 in the tablet form. For regularity issues, we recommend 3-Day Cleanse, and for personal care, we recommend Morning Hydration Cream. You can shop online for Longevity at www.kcaateam.com or you can order by phone by calling 800-982-3197 and tell customer support that you are part of the KCAA team. Longevity is an American company based in San Diego. Call Longevity at 800-982-3197 and ask about monthly auto ship that allows you to buy Longevity products at wholesale prices. That number again, 800-982-3197. Why are you listening to this radio station? Why? When you can host your own radio show. You're listening, and you think you can do better? You have a message or a product you want everyone to know about. Host your own radio show. Team up with the area's best radio professionals and let them make you sound like you should be on NBC. KCAA NBC Radio, that is. KCAA produces more than 50 local programs each week on subjects ranging from business and sports to political talk, vegan diets, or even marijuana-related issues. We don't just broadcast on the radio. We broadcast to the world, online, on TV, on social media, on Facebook. You'll be all over. Imagine what your friends will say. And KCAA reaches over 5 million people on three radio stations. Join the staff on 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM. NBC Radio. Jump on the KCAA Express. Call 909-793-1065. That's 909-793-1065. And get ready to transmit. It's time to say see you later alligator to embarrassing and troublesome issues with your skin, nails, and hair with all-natural Cayman alligator oil. Cayman oil is locally made right in Louisiana, where people have been using alligator oil for centuries to treat all kinds of ailments. A drop a day of Cayman oil can help you say see you later alligator to athlete's foot, nail fungus, acne, eczema, rashes, dry skin, cuts, infections, MRSA, scars, burns, sunburns, and even ingrown hair and dandruff. If you or someone you know is tired of suffering with any of these skin, nail, and hair troubles, you need to visit mycayman.com to learn more about 100% natural, non-toxic, hypoallergenic cayman oil and get a bottle today. Say, see you later, alligator, with cayman alligator oil at mycayman.com. That's my. C-A-I-M-O-N dot com. MyCayman.com. Education is a right, not a privilege, and it is the civil rights issue of our generation. And Latino students disproportionately bear the crux of our educational crisis. The campus of Cal State San Bernardino is pleased to host the annual LEAD Summit, along with hundreds of viewing sites across the nation and globe, working together with our media partners to raise awareness and enhance the intellectual, cultural, and personal development of our community's educators, administrators, leaders, parents, and students. Please join us for Latino Education and Advocacy Day as we convene those sharing a common interest and commitment to the educational issues that impact Latinos. For more information, please visit leadsummit.csusb.edu. Again, that website is leadsummit.csusb.edu. The Lead Summit, Latino Education and Advocacy Days taking place at Cal State San Bernardino. Thursday, March 28th at Cal State San Bernardino. The Lead Summit starts at 8 a.m. 
Talk 102.3 FM Riverside. Thank you, America, for making us radio's number one number one number one format for eight years. Talk 102.3 FM Riverside. KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. Welcome to the Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Each week on this program, Jeff and his guests share their expertise, personal anecdotes, and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop. Now to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending, here is your host for the Mortgage Voice, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929, telephone number. Pick up the phone, give us a call. We can answer your questions about what's going on in the mortgage business. And that, of course, relates to anything having to do with you wanting to either buy or sell or any number of other things in the um, spectrum of why you need money to buy a house. Why you need money if you're going to sell a house? A lot of people don't understand that when you sell a house, you're going to end up with money, right? And what are you going to do with that money? There is hmm, a number of ways by which you can lessen the tax significance if, in fact, there is one. And, oh, by the way, the two-year exemption, meaning that if you live in a house two years, you can sell it and keep the short-term capital gains up to a certain number. Well, that's changed as of the tax laws a couple of years ago, and... Um, so you need to ta- call your tax professional and ask them, what, what's the new law? What, what is this about? I think it's four years now, and I also think that the um, uh, tax exemption is $600,000 per individual, uh, $1.2 million for a couple. So if you've got a house in California right now and you're thinking of selling, you want to make sure that you understand that if you sell that house and the profit, if you're a couple, is over a million two. You're going to be paying taxes on that. Now, if you're 65, oh, not 65, 55 or older, I believe that's it. Um, again, checks, check with your tax professional. But you can save the basis of the house you're in and transfer it to the new property if it's of more value. Meaning, let's say you have a million-dollar house you're selling. And uh, you bought that house, you know, a hundred years ago, and it cost you, you know, hundred thousand dollars. Now it's a million dollars. So you're about ready to see a tax significance of three hundred thousand dollars if you're a single person. Maybe your husband or a significant other aren't with you anymore, and you've got a tax bill. If you are fifty-five and over, you can move that basis. Now, what is a basis? A basis is whatever you paid for the property. So in Whatever year that was, 100 years ago, you paid 100 grand for the property. You can keep that basis, meaning that your property tax bill will still be $100,000 if you are 55 and older and go through the, the steps to move the basis from what your old house was to what your new house is. Even though your new house may be, you know, a million, million two, eight, nine hundred thousand. If you don't do that, the tax significance is substantial at 1.25%, I think, or even higher in some Melarus districts. You might be saving yourself a ton of dough on taxes. That's one thing that's pretty important. So if you're into selling, understand that there are some significant issues having to do with taxes having to do with uh, what you're going to do with your money. Let's say that you're selling and you want to take the profit of your house and push it into a uh, a, a commercial venture. Like, Let's say you want to buy units. You want to uh, buy maybe a storefront. You want to 
do something with that money other than stick it in the bank and or stick it in the stock market. There is something called 1031 exchanges. Now, you can do this off of residential properties if you move that money into a commercial property. And uh, again, if there is a tax significance that you're worried about, you're a single person or you're a married couple, you just sold something that's going to give you a tax, you know, uh, issue with three, four hundred thousand. Maybe you want to move that money tax-free into a commercial venture. And now, what do I mean by commercial? You could buy something, rent it out, and that's commercial. That's considered commercial, right? They do a lot of 1031 exchanges in order to save the tax consequences. So if you're doing that and uh, you're saving that kind of money, that's pretty good scratch out there if, if you're not uh, aware of it. Three, four hundred grand saving taxes on that because tax significance is higher now than it was. Um, let's say that you're moving and you want to buy a new place. <clears throat> I know of many of you out there probably are aware, but some of you aren't aware that you no longer can write off your mortgage interest rates past $500,000. So you get a new, now in, in Orange County, for instance, the average home down there is a million bucks. <laughs> That's the average price. So a half a million, let's say you get a mortgage for seven, 800000 you put 20% down, so you're getting an $800,000 mortgage. And you used to be able to write off the interest to the whole thing up to a million bucks. Well, you can't do that anymore. It's $500,000. So if you're buying that house and you've got an $800,000 mortgage and you've got, you know, 500000 you can write the mortgage off. Nope. 300000 you can't, so you're going to be paying taxes on that. Um, and and the reason for that is is because in, in the tax code, it's not complex, but you need to talk to your tax professionals because there's a whole slew of things you can and can't do with real estate anymore. It's really important. We've got March 15th coming up, April 15th coming up in a month that's really important in terms of doing your taxes. Now, I know a lot of people in the real estate industry, in the, the lending industry, anybody who works for a 1099, what that means is you don't get a, a paycheck every week, but you do get something what they call uh, a 1099 at the end of the year from companies you're working for that declares to the IRS, this is what we paid this person. You got to collect all those up and declare that on your particular taxes. You used to be able to write off, if you're in the real estate and mortgage business, all kinds of expenses. Maybe you took a client to dinner. Maybe you bought some ball game tickets. Um, and these particular write-offs would add up. And that would become, you know, uh, a negative in terms of your income. So you make a, a make some money, and you take the amount of money that you have on write-offs, and you, you take it off the top. So you're paying taxes on less money than you actually made because of these expenses that you were able to write off. Uh -uh, can't do that anymore. So you've got to check with your tax professional if you're expecting to write off, you know, all of your dinners out with clients, quote unquote, and they could add up to five six thousand dollars a year and on a hundred thousand dollar income that's significant right because if you're paying 20 22 percent on your income yeah that could save you a thousand bucks right there well you just can't do that 
Check with your tax professionals, anybody in the business, anybody who has a second job that gets paid cash and you put it in the bank. Be careful about that, too. Why do I say all this about taxes? Why? Because when you're looking to reinvest or buy and you want to get a mortgage and you want to be able to show income or you want to be able to show what you're making on a yearly basis, you have to have proof of income for many loans out there in the marketplace. Now, we've talked on the show many times about loans that you don't need that kind of document documentation for, but it's going to be more expensive. Now the rates, let's talk rates just for a second, because it's really important to understand rates have come down. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. A lot. So much so that there's a refinance market again. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay, 30-year fixed-rate loans as low as 4.375. It was a year ago that they were almost at 5%, and they went up to almost 5.375 towards the end of last year. So we've seen a significant reduction in the last five to six months, so much so that people who bought a home for five, five and a quarter percent are now looking to refinance so that they can lower their payments. And it does make sense. When you look at a loan, and you're looking to decide whether saving, you know, 50, 100, 200 dollars per month is worth it. You have to look at how long you've had that loan. How long have you been playing on uh, interest rates? For instance, we all know on an amortized 30-year loan that the interest payments that you make on that 30-year loan are such that for the first 10, 12, 14 years, you're paying mostly principal. I mean, mostly, listen to me, mostly interest. So those interest payments that you're making aren't really reducing the principal all that much. Now, it does some, but you really begin to pay that loan off in the last 10 years of the loan. That's the way it, because the banks want their money up front. It's just the way it is. And that's what amortization does. But if you are in the first year, year and a half, two years, maybe even up to five years, do the math. Find out how long it's going to take with making that savings for you to recoup the money that you uh, are losing on interest payments that you've already made. If the payment is longer than, I would say, two years, maybe two and a half years. I mean, if it's a 30-year loan, I can see doing it at two and a half years, maybe longer. But if it takes you longer than that to pay off and, and start seeing actual reduction in the amount of money you've totally paid, then I think it's probably worth it. And it's worth looking at it now because interest rates have really dropped. Anyway, thanks for listening to the show. Welcome, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your host uh, for The Mortgage Voice, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. 
We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's the telephone number. And if you have questions about what we've talked about on the show, anytime during the show, you can call us, leave a message if I don't pick up because I'm on the air and I can't get you on, or write the phone number down, call us at another time. We are always here available for questions that you're going to have. It is that time of the year when a lot of properties are about ready to be listed, which means there's going to be more properties on the market, and that's a good thing if you're a buyer. Let's say you're out there and you've been shopping and you want to know what exactly is in the marketplace. There are a lot of places that you can go, although the the real estate uh, marketplace is changing. The landscape of what's happening out there in terms of you being able to see listings for free is going to change. Now, why do I say this? I say this because companies like Zillow and Trujillo and um, uh, Realtor.com are changing the way they're doing business. And the reason for that is that they're public companies and they need to show that there is growth in their bottom line so that they continue to uh, increase the value of their stock for their shareholders. So what does this mean? It means that the listings become a value proposition for both the board of realtors, the individual agents who take those listings, and of course, the companies that need to show you out there in the marketplace what's happening. The way Zillow has traditionally brought buyers and sellers to their particular website is that they use something called a valuation, meaning that you go there and you can see what something's worth. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Although there is a lot of uh, mm, animosity in the realtor community uh, as to the validity of the pricing structure that they use when they value a home. Uh, most people think it's probably 10 to 15% too high. I tend to uh, agree that it is too high. I'm not sure how, uh, what percentage that is. But yes, I agree too that uh, Zillow, by really buying your eyeballs, they are attracting people to their website because they're saying something is worth more than it is or that, you know, this is what it's worth and people who are buying go there and they see the prices, but more or less people going there to buy are looking for all their listings in one place. So what's happening is, each individual agent is now in charge of making agreements with Zillow or Realtor.com or Trujillo or Redfin or any of these others. What, what those companies are called are aggregate um, suppliers of information, and they collect information from various sources. So there, are, there is a move in the Realtor community, especially with some associations, to not allow these companies anymore to get the listings for free, meaning that they would have to pay some percentage of what they're making to whoever it is supplying them with listings. If uh, there are companies out there that are buyer agent uh, companies and others that are, you know, selling agent or listing agent. If you're a listing agent company, the value of what you have in a listing is worth something. Now, the reason I bring this up it's boring business side of what we talk about every day on the show and what we talk about as industry professionals. But understand, if you're listing your property, that the listing itself has value. Like if you do a loan, right? 
Most people think, okay, I'm going to get a loan. It's going to be 4%, blah, blah, blah. The company that gives me the loan, they I send them the payments and they make money and that's how they make money. Uh-uh, that's not how that works either. Like the realtor world, in the loan world, the paper of your loan, the actual, if, whether it's a mortgage in some states or here, it's a first trustee and a note, but that promise that you're going to repay the money that was lent to you is bought and sold on the marketplace all the time. Most of these loans, which are standard, 20% down, conventional loans, go get sold to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. If you're wanting to only put down 3.5%, those FHA loans, they get sold over to Ginnie Mae. But those particular cookie-cutter loans really get bought and sold two or three times before they end up with Fannie or Freddie. There are many lenders out there who just look to doing the paper, could care less about the customer other than are they paying on time? Are they paying now? Are they paying rapidly? And are they uh, a problem? Because then your particular loan becomes valuable. Now, when you, when you do the loan, you will sign a piece of paper that says, yes, I'm aware that this loan can be bought or sold um, immediately and many times. One of the things that is never discussed, when those loans are sold, there is something called a, um, they sell the loan, right, for whatever it is, a couple of points, three points, five points, whatever it is. But there's something also called a service-related premium. Now, that service-related premium is what we, we all know as servicers, people that you know, collect the money and, and pay the lender or whoever it is that holds the, holds the note. Those servicers are different than your lender, which, of course, is nobody that's going to hold on to that paper. Very few lenders do. Um, so all of this, by its nature, changes the aspect of your negotiating power with the lender. If you said to a lender, now I'm shooting myself in the foot here, but if you said to a lender, look, I know that this note is going to be sold immediately, and I know that the servicing rights, i.e. the people I pay my payment to, is a separate transaction that you also make money on. I want to know if I can get reduced fees. Now, what does that mean as a result of that? As a result of you knowing that, it's telling the lender that, hey, this person is a savvy person who will go somewhere else where they will do this. And in a very highly competitive market, which is what we're in right now, hyper-competitive market, uh, big companies like United Wholesale, Franklin American, and Quicken Loans are in a pricing war right now. That's right, a pricing war. So if you're looking for the lowest rates and you don't necessarily want to go to Wells Fargo uh, because that company seems to not be able to get anything right, or you don't want to go to Bank of America or Chase or you know any of the other larger banks and you want to go to Quicken or Franklin American or uh, United Wholesale, those companies are in a price war. So you could probably do very well in terms of your rate if you went to one of those companies. Now, if you have a broker, just say, hey, look, I've heard these rates are great. Quicken just lowered if it's on this listing itself rather than selling my house. Because if they are, they should disclose it to you. And if they're not, you could then say, okay, fine, I still want a reduction in my costs. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, quickly... Fannie Mae came, not Fannie Mae, but I was reading online, and uh, a guy named John Passonen, uh, March 11th, step-by-step -step guide to gaining a competitive edge. Okay, this is for um, people who are looking to see if they can 
service you better as loan officers. There were three steps, and I'll get to it quickly in one minute. The first step, understand what the borrowers want. Now, you're a borrower out there, and you're listening to this. Understand what the borrower wants. You tell them. You want a loan? You want it cheap, right? I mean, it's pretty simple. But it involves much more than just those two things. The listening to what a borrower really wants, for instance, you may think a borrower wants to put 20% down when in fact he wants to take that 20% and use it to fix up the house. He's really looking for something of a down payment assistance. You have to listen and listen hard. Number two, you have to redesign the journey. Now this is one of those, what the heck are they talking redesign the journey? What you want to do is make it a collaborative effort and inform rather than tell. And that's always important in communication and sales. You want the customer to be able to make the decision as long as they have the most information available. And number three, Fannie Mae, uh, the lender sentiment, and what they come up with in terms of how they want to do their business is important for you to understand that that secondary market is alive and well and wants your loans so they're willing to negotiate. Hi, this is Jeff Barton and I am your voice in the mortgage industry, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's our telephone number. If you pick up the phone and give us a call, we can help you answer questions about your real estate needs. Now, it's springtime. A lot of people looking to either move or buy. A lot of product coming on the market. And one of the cool things about real estate, and everybody loves to talk about real estate, it's like talking about your kids at the playground, right? Everybody who has them really likes talking about them. Well, real estate's like that too. The reason being is that 90%, 90, that's nine zero percent of millionaires in the U.S. did it by real estate. So everybody's excited about it and wants to deal with it, talk about it, and they're always picking my brain. I'm not the expert, but I do bring to the show many, many people, and this uh, person in particular has written a book, um, and I want to bring her first time on the show, Jacqueline T.D. Wynn, uh, True Legacy Wealth, and Jacqueline, thanks for coming on, sh- on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, finish the um, uh, the, the the name of the, the book. Title? Yes, please. <laughs> I, I I just figured you would do much better service to it than I would. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so the title of the book is called "True Legacy Wealth: Creating Generational Wealth Through Real Estate Investing." Okay, now most people would say, "How do you get involved in that?" I'm new. I'm newly out of college. I'm a retired steel worker. I'm a mother of three that has a part-time job. All of these people want to get involved in it. How do they do it? You know, first, the first thing you have to look at is what your goal is, right? Because there's so, as you know, are you trying to buy and hold? Are you? Are you? What are you? Are you planning? to uh, do flipping, like you, maybe you have time and you want to fix some properties and you want to uh, flip the property. And uh, also you need to look at uh, what it is that's important for your family. Um, I'm a single mom, and so being with my children is very important. So any goals that I, that I make, anything that I do, I look at how is it going to affect my family. Okay. So I think in any new business and venture, you have to look at how it's affecting your family and then 
there's multi-facet of where you want to go in real estate. You can go into turnkey. Um, that's what we offer for the busy family where we do it all. We find the properties, we analyze it, we bring it to you, we help you get it financed, and then our third-party vendor will manage it. Yeah. Uh, some, right? And so right, some right. people want more hands-on and they have that time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They'll make a little more money, uh, but it requires more time. Okay. Expertise in this. A lot of people do not want to make a mistake. Everybody is fresh in their minds, 2008, 9, and 10, where everybody seemed to think that every, t- every 10 months, the property would go up 10 or 15%. They'd refi or they'd sell, they'd flip. Nobody wants to get stuck in that again. How does a novice get involved with this without getting hurt? You know, the thing about real estate that, like you said earlier, everybody wants to get into it, but there is a barrier to entry, as mm-hmm. you know. Most people do not know what to do, how to start. They not they don't know what a good property manager is or who they can even trust. Um, and so you need to build a team. I think with anything, any wealthy person will tell you they have a team. They, you can't know it all. So you first need to find someone that has invested. Maybe you find a realtor that uh, that's what they do. They help investors. You learn all of the numbers, you know, what a cap rate is, what right. a CRM is. You read books. I started, uh, I got my license and I also uh, listened to audiobooks. There's many, many ways to start learning, but you got to start somewhere. Now, um, I talk to flippers on the show all the mm-hmm. time. And uh, we do a show in Las Vegas called the Las Vegas Real Estate Show, very similar to this, except it's on television. And what we often find when we're talking to professionals like yourself is that at some point, there's something blocking an individual from making the leap. For you, what is that? Mindset. Mm -hmm. I think that we are a, a, not just a country, I think a world, right, of people that can get information at the at their fingertip with Google and Yahoo and all these things, and look, I can get as much information as I want. But at the end of the day, you gotta look at your mindset. 
you know, what do you believe that you are capable of doing? Are you good enough? Are you ready to do this? And those are the people that actually become millionaires. They, they jump when they know it's time. And they have to build the right team. The team, you know, you don't have to be 100%. Right. Right? I mean, right. look, I, I downloaded, uh, upgraded my OS system, and it's so screwed up. And, <laughs> you know, you find out that they, that's how you're the guinea pig. Right? Right. And they send it out. So 80%, if you're 80% ready, you know, right now, that's what I say. Build that team. That's what we do. We've already built the team for our clients, so mm-hmm. they just have to join. We have everything in place for them so that it's there, and we start teaching them. But I tell my clients, it's time to jump. You have to look at your mindset and see what's holding you back. In what you do each and every day, helping people, right? I, I suppose mm-hmm. a lot of this information is in the book, right? Yes. Okay, good. Because uh, and how? And by the way, how would people get the book if they wanted to read what you've written? It's on Amazon. So just just search "True Legacy Wealth" and uh, you'll see our our cover. Uh, there, it's Jacqueline T.D. Quinn and Maurice Kempner. That is the co-author. We're, uh, Maurice is an attorney uh, specializing in tax and real estate and and business. So you can order it right now on Amazon. Well, that, that leads me to a good question, and this is a good pairing of individuals. When you get into the, the business, if you're in the flipping business, part of real estate rather than the hold or whatever other investment strategies you might have, there is a tax consequence in flipping houses, right? Absolutely. Absol- you got to know. Right. you gotta, you got to know the game to play the game. I think a lot of people don't realize it's not just about flipping. We're talking about it's also a business. Right. Right. People are flipping. So you got to know the business law as well as the tax law. And then you ought, you, a lot of times you, can, you may need to put in a trust, but then you've got to know estate planning laws and how that works. Right, exactly. And I, and I think to do it by yourself out of the gate, unless you've got the time to study and you have the money by which you can say, okay, I can risk this amount of money without changing my lifestyle, most people would want to have somebody like yourself with a team to be able to, you know, slowly get into the, I guess, dip their toes into the water. Don't you think that's true? Absolutely. You know, our property starts at $50,000, single-family home, $50,000 with a minimum of 10% are uh, cash uh, cash to uh, of cash value in the sense that that means that they're getting at least 10% ROI when they purchase it from the purchase price. Now, um, oh, so these properties at that price obviously aren't here in California. No, no. You know, California is great for appreciation. So that means that uh, if you are okay putting some money, extra money in to cover the, the mortgage because you're not going to get that, that rent money, you know it's going to appreciate. But a lot of people that we work with are middle-class income earner and they they want cash flow right away and so you need to get out of california where where average properties you can get a single family home for a hundred thousand dollars you know with the rental at a thousand dollars a month so you're you are cash flowing and you we help them build that portfolio up and then once they get a little savvy then maybe they'll go up to a multi-unit or we have a full team that will rehab for them so we would bring properties to them that they can flip, flip themselves, and they, we have a team that will rehab for them you, and property you, manage, too. 
Do you have a website or someplace people could go online? Because uh, from what I'm reading, nobody actually does anything but go online. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> True Legacy Wealth, just like the name of the book, .com. Okay, excellent. And uh, uh, on there, I guess, is a way to sign up, is a way to get more yep. information. Absolutely. They can go on there, get a free membership where they'll get, um, we, we send out emails, about three, three to four emails a month with actual listings of properties where they can actually jump and say, hey, I want to buy this $50,000 property. And then we help them get finance and, and all of that. And you handle the financing yourself or do you farm that out? How does that work? Yeah, no, we have we have our team in place. Okay, so we great. have vendors, absolutely everything. They can also, we have uh, self-directed IRA people. So if they want to use their IRA to invest in real estate, we will have them speak to our self-directed IRA people, and then they can use that money too. Jacqueline, thank you very much for coming on the show. I want to do it again because it's, it's intriguing to people to find a way out of whatever they're trying to get out of and into whatever they want to get into. Financially, this is a good way to do it. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you. Okay, this is Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's our telephone number. Pick up the phone and talk to us about your real estate issues, problems. Maybe you're trying to get a loan and just can't do it. You can't figure out the financing. Maybe you just can't find a location. You know, it is spring almost, and we're going to see a lot more properties on the marketplace. And I don't know if anybody's noticed, but we've had a little bit of a flattening in prices. So that could help you in your buying decisions. And if you're selling out there, you want to make sure you're pricing your property correctly. If you don't, it's going to sit longer than it should, and you'll get less than it probably is worth. Anyway, to the show. First guy I've had on in a while who I just don't know, and I'm really happy because, you know, what we try to do is bring answers, and I don't have the answers. I certainly don't have all the answers or any of the answers sometimes, but the people we bring on the show are experts in their fields, and I'm really happy that David Krieger, uh, you know, granted us some time here from Berkshire Hathaway. David, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Jeff? I'm okay. Thank you. I'm tired, actually. It's been a, a rough couple of months in the real estate. I live out in a fire area, so we've been dealing with that. Well, I just wanted to thank you for inviting me to your show. I'm happy to be here. Okay, very well. So explain to me a little bit about your business, where you're working, and um, you know some particulars so we can narrow in on some of the issues you may be facing or some of the issues that my um, listeners may want to hear about. Of course. So I'm with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I'm an agent in the Encino office. Uh-huh. I focus on residential real estate. I represent both buyers and sellers in a wide range of prices, including in the luxury market. Um, and I'm basically client-focused, relationship-based, rather than transactional. And I could explain that, uh, you know, if, if you'd like me to, but that's what I do. Okay. So my area, my area of focus is not just the San Fernando Valley. Some of my clients have asked me to help them in areas such as the West Side, Beverly Hills, uh, and uh, other areas as well. So because I'm client-focused, I'm not, a, I'm not working in a small farm 
I okay. have a little bit of a larger campus. Okay, let me ask you a question. I read an article today online, and I'm constantly trying to re-educate myself as to the new buyers, the new sellers, people who are in the market maybe for the first time, or a whole new generation of people that I don't know anything about except for my kids and, and their problems enough. So how are you reaching people who necessarily aren't driven to call a real estate agent who want to do all their work online. How are you connecting to this type of buyer? Okay, so um, number one, uh, I've, been in, I've been doing this eight years, so my sphere of people who know me or have known my work is constantly expanding. <laughs> and, and, so, and so I uh, spend a lot of time working um, to contact my clients and okay. stay in touch with them. Great. So that's one of the sources of my business. Um, in the last year, I've really uh, kicked up my uh, social media uh, posting. So I'm doing targeted emails to my clients. And also, you know, I'm on LinkedIn, which is, I think, uh, how you found me. Right. Uh, and Instagram. So I'm starting to get more and more followers who are paying attention to my business. And uh, the message that you bring to them online, social media-wise, and in person, what would you say is the main thrust of how you're... Because you said you were client-focused. But how, how does that... Um, uh, appear to them when you're talking to them? Well, you know, I hope, I hope it appears as sincere, because uh-huh. it is. <laughs> right. But my, when, when I say that my business is relationship-based, uh, for me, it's not about just getting through a transaction, but establishing a relationship for the long term. And that's where more business comes, more referrals come. People, you know, that I know that I've sold properties to who have ha- had the experience of, of working with me, contact me and say, you know, I'm making a move, I'm downsizing, I'm upsizing, my family's expanding, and I like to work with them to help them uh, not only find a property, but obtain a result that, you know, would exceed their expectations. So I work very hard to earn that trust every day. Tell me about the market, okay? Let's get a little bit specific about the areas you're working. Um, so let's let's maybe talk a little bit about the San Fernando Valley and what I'm seeing there, because I live okay. there and, I, sure. and my office is there. Um, I'm seeing that the inventory levels have gone up uh, since last year. Um, a, a year, a year and a half ago, we were very, very much in a seller's market. I think that that is balancing out right now. It's, it's, it's a, perhaps a slight advantage to sellers, mm-hmm. but there's lots of opportunities for buyers as prices uh, have plateaued a little bit, and in some instances have dipped. That being said, uh, I think that I'm still really bullish on real estate long term, and uh, I think that the market fundamentals compared to 2008 right. are very, very different right now. Right. So I, I think that there is a degree of caution in the business right now in, mm-hmm. in the market, uh, but uh, people are continuing to buy and sell, and uh, that's where I'm focused. When a buyer and a seller, right, they get together, they make an agreement, and if a buyer and seller, if they're both unhappy, that's usually a pretty good deal, right, because now both of them are giving. And so you're seeing more of this now. How do you tell a seller that they're priced too high? Well, it's, it's listen, um, when the, the question really is when would I have that conversation? Hopefully it's right. before, I take, of course. before I take the listing. Of course. Because I'm uh, interested, and I tell my sellers this, I'm interested in, in selling their property, not getting the listing. Right. So in addition to the choice of which realtor to go with, I think that the most important decision that a seller can make 
is to have is to really come up with the right price, and it's through my guidance that I help them to see that. Now that being said, sometimes there's a little bit of a gap between what I'm showing them and what their expectations are. Right. So then you know it really becomes a question of seeing whether or not this person would be willing to sell their property in terms of what the market will bear. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what you do is you have a listing that's just going to sit. And uh, you probably know this very well. You know, if, you, if you're on the market two or three weeks and you haven't gotten any offers or any calls, the market is telling you something. If that's you right. to pay attention. That's right. I, I often find that when in competition with others for listings, um, that you'll find an agent or two who will just, what we call, buy the listing, right? They'll tell the seller anything the seller wants to hear just to get something significant in on paper and then figure they'll grind them later and reduce price later. I always think that's the worst way to go. It's the worst way to build trust, and it just wastes the time of the seller. Um, but sellers want to hear what they want to hear. They go to Zillow. They see what's listed there, which is usually 10 to 15% higher than what it should be listed at. Um, how do you combat Zillow and other of these online uh, companies that seem to have a high, high expectation for their sellers? You know, um, I'm really glad we're talking about this because there's a lot of disruptors in the market and entities that uh, their whole value proposition is working at a lower commission. Right. And I can tell you with confidence that uh, real estate, I mean, it's, it, it, it can be simple, but transactions are complex things. And there's so many details and things that I do in a transaction to walk my clients through so they get a good result. Um, you know, I just don't think that technology, even though technology is increasing and, and, and advancing, can replace the guidance of a good agent who knows the market and is informed and has a, a brokerage behind them that uh, knows how to market and present properties in the best possible light. I think, uh, this, I, I agree yeah. with you. I think the experience that an individual brings after being in the business and knowing a particular market is quite a bit different than doing an online search and knowing everything. It's just this. There's no question about it. Now, um... Would you shout out your phone number for people who want to probably give you a call, especially if they're looking for an agent in the uh, San Fernando Valley? Absolutely. So my number is 818-370-6024. Great. Excellent. I, do you have a website or something? I do. David Krieger, spelled K-R-Y-G-I-E-R. So it's www.davidkrieger.com. Okay, excellent. And um, I, I just have one last question. Um, when, you're, when you're working with buyers, obviously I, I work with a lot of buyers too. How, when do you decide whether the buyer is real or whether the buyer is not real? We have about 30 seconds. That's, that's a really good question. I mean, I've, uh, it's, it's instinct uh, that I've developed over years. But, uh, of course, my definition of a buyer is someone who actually buys. You know, <laughs> yeah. and sometimes when you're in a transaction or let's say an escrow with someone and, and, and you begin to sense their anxiety, et cetera. I mean, I really only want to work with people who are committed to the process and that I can help. And that's most of the time. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there, there, I think that the time at which I make a, a decision on whether or not that person's actually a buyer 
can vary depending on their commitment to the process. David, thank you very much. We're out of time, but I really appreciate it. I want to do it again to get an update later on in the years to see what's happening in Encino and obviously in the Valley, too. My pleasure, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Thank you very much. That's David Krieger from Berkshire Hathaway. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's our telephone number. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We repeat that number every segment at the top and the um, bottom of the show. And the reason we do that is because in order for us to help you, you have to contact us. Now, I know there are generational issues here. Maybe people who are listening to the show in the radio driving around, uh, they don't want to email or call or they want to text or they want to social media. I, Jeff Barton, am on everywhere. And so if you need to get in touch with me, smoke signals are also okay. You can do it. We're here to help you. We're not here to preach to you, or are we here to try to tell you how to do things? I'm not the answer to the solutions. The people out there who we bring to the show, they have the answers. I'm going to try to facilitate that by bringing new and exciting people to the show all the time. Uh, I went to LinkedIn, as I said in the last couple, three shows, and began to search for good people who knew about real estate and work very interested in talking to you about what they do and how they might do it a little bit differently than somebody else. Uh, Along those lines is uh, Clinton Brown from uh, Keller Williams Westside Realty. Really appreciate him on the show. Clinton, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Jeff. And thank you very much. Again, this is the first uh, conversation I've had with Clinton. So, uh, um, you know, welcome and thanks for coming on once again. Appreciate it. Okay. So tell us about uh, the business, it says West Side, and I'm sure everybody knows where the West Side is, but if you could describe where your business mostly lies, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, so my my group, Brown Realty Group, we uh, are with Keller Williams uh, Realty West Side, and, and that's uh, my area of focus is in Palms and the surrounding area. Uh, so that's between Culver City and Cheviot Hills. Okay, very good. Now, specifically, some of the issues that you deal with your in your neighborhood that people may not be aware of. Um, you're you're fairly close to major city intersections um, down in the Palms area, so it's a high density living. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, and what are some of the issues that you might deal with with high density that people who are listening to the show would also appreciate? Well, I think. Uh when I talk to, you know, the, the property owners, because we have a mix of single-family homes as well. Right. And um, the owners, you know, they, they don't want to sell. They love the neighborhood. Uh, you know, what about investing that equity, the equity that they have accumulated in their home to leverage the property that they have to invest in our community and, and purchase a multifamily residential building, which is an income property. Right. So essentially, we have, we have a really great opportunity uh, for a lot of, people that, you know, want to invest in L.A., especially because our neighborhood is at the center of this growth of, uh, you know, Google's moving in at uh, right. West Side Pavilion. We have Culver City over there uh, with uh, Apple employees moving in. So this is a, a neighborhood that young professionals really enjoy, um, and it's walkable. And, and so when I talk about people is, you know, the equity. If they have equity, uh, it's a great time to, to 
put that money to work. Now, are you saying equity in their home in your area, take that money out and buy something additionally in your neighborhood? Yeah, or, you know, or if they're in L.A., you know, right. um, if they're looking to, you know, to have an income property, um, you know, the equity that a lot of people have accumulated over the past few years, um, you know, isn't really working for them if they're not able to use it. And, you know, they want to stay in their home. Um, you know, there's, there's lots of advantages to having pa- passive income. Right. So, you know, and rent, and actually the, the largest, the biggest demographic of renters that are, are growing are, according to California, California Association of Realtors, are people that make $150,000 or more a year. Right. So you have a, so you have, there's an opportunity uh, out there for, um, you know, these rents that are increasing and, and these uh, and, the, and the ability for people to invest their equity. Okay. Tell us a little bit about the availability of properties in your particular area now that we're talking about taking to do. Instead of just, you know, tearing them down and building bigger buildings. What do you like to do more? Do you like more of the interaction or the development part? Um, you know, I, I like both. I like the fact that, you know, I, I love hearing how people, um, you know, their story um, you know, their situation, what it might be personally, and how we can get them from point A to point B. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of um, different, um, um, of, uh, you know, aspects of the job that are very important, but, you know, the, the, the main focus that I have is focusing on the people and their needs and how we can get them from point A to point B. How are you getting your um, uh, investors, people that are interested in doing some of this, or because you've been doing it so long, they're coming to you? Well, a little bit of both, but uh-huh. my, my, I, I, I'm an old-fashioned. I like to, I like to door knock, call oh. people. So I farm, you know, quote-unquote, farm my neighborhood uh, in, in respect to that. Um, especially, you know, I like to get out and, and hear people in their conversations and what's going on. Um, and I think that that's the best way when you meet somebody at their door and you have that intimate conversation about, you know, their situation. And, and it's just it's a nice it's a nice feeling to be able to, uh, help them, you know, if if, if if I can help them. How are you combating the newer generation? And I don't even know how old you are. You could be the newer generation. What do I know? But there is a, a, such a move to doing everything through your phone or uh, online and not necessarily face-to-face. I happen to agree with you about face-to-face. I think it's the only way to do real estate. But how do you draw in people who aren't necessarily uh, of the same mindset? Yeah, um, so I'm 32, so I guess I'm millennial generation. Uh-huh. Um, however, you know, I think, uh, so we, we have, you know, our social media outreach, Clinton LA Home. Uh, you know, anybody can go there and, and see uh, our team. Um, in addition to that, I mean, I like to, you know, reach, you know, whatever the client prefers to their communication. Yeah. Um, you know, we yep. try to do, we try to do the best we can um, as far as the outreach, because I know that. A lot of, like you said, it's more convenient. A lot of people to, uh, you know, send a text and pick up the phone. Right. Um, but I like both. You know, I think that I think that the part of this job is, is, is the interaction with people and, and the, the trust that you build. So, you know, um, yeah. So I think that we we want to we because the real estate market is shifting. You know, to the more of that uh, streamlined process. Yes, it technology. is. And you know, we want to stay ahead of the curve. And uh, but I think that the you know, one thing that I can't replace is that is that relationship with the realtor that you build and that face-to-face communication. And I, and I think that's, I hope that'll always be a, a, 
you know, an aspect of the job that will be there. Well, in the lending world, I can tell you that the drive to technology is making the interaction between people who do the business and the customers uh, less and less likely. And the reason yep. for that is cost, right? I mean, if you're not making the money you were making two years ago, where can you learn to either cut costs or improve efficiencies? And either way, yeah. that eliminates people. And so I don't know if real estate itself can be bought and sold by that, but uh, are you intimidated or scared by some of the uh, discount realtors that are out there selling your services short? No, I mean, I think the competition for the market's good. Um, and, you know, one thing about this job is that it it, it changes, you know, just like your, you know, mortgage industry. Right. There's lots of changes. And, and you have to, you know, kind of roll with the changes, so to speak. And I think, uh, you know, whatever you can do to, you know, implement these, you know, if it's better for the consumer, then, hey, I'm all for it, you know. So right. we have to adapt to those. You know, because it's consumer-driven, and, you know, a lot of the times this is a, you know, if they're not buying their first home or their second home, or that they're going to be, you know, uh, you know, investing in income properties, you know, this is a big decision. And I think that, you know, I think a lot of people want that, you know, that reassurance, that face-to-face even though, you know, a lot of stuff can be automated. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think there's a blend there somewhere, and I don't know what that's going to cost or how much money you can make in the future, but I think exactly like you do, you cannot replace the people in the equation, but at the same time, there are efficiencies that can be better handled through technology. Absolutely. You know what? Our time's up. Clinton, thank you very much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. And uh, if anybody needs more information, it's Clinton L.A. Home, and I'd love to help you know anybody out there. Yeah, shout out your phone number, if you would, please. Sure. It's uh, 310-487-6453. Thank you. Again, uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. 310-487-6453. Clinton Brown, thank you very much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. Okay, and I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, and we'll see you next time. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. CAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.